Welcome to This Week in Location-Based Marketing, episode number one, recorded November 21st, 2010. Welcome to episode one of This Week in Location-Based Marketing. I'm Rob Woodbridge, and with me is Asif Khan, the president of the Location-Based Marketing Association. Asif, first episode, what can we say? Hey, Rob. Yeah, this is fantastic. Uh, glad to, uh, to be finally doing this. Um, just want to do, uh, maybe we should just kick things off and... Uh Your favorite podcast show of the week. This is Location Weekly, and it's a really special uh, episode. This is episode number 500. We've been anticipating, we've been waiting for this for a while now. You can see Abriana's uh, got her celebratory hat on. I've got a 500 sign up there behind me, and uh, it's a really special episode. Very unique uh, in what we're going to do. But first of all, Abriana, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm excited to be here and. I just can't believe that this is the 500th episode. I mean, what a feat. Cheers to you and, and all those who came before me. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm well. I'm, I'm super excited. I, I, uh, we've got a really special show. Uh, we're not doing our normal stories and things that we usually do. Instead, we're going to have a bit of a look back over the years uh, of the show uh, 500 episodes. It's more than 10 years uh, we've been producing this show every, uh, virtually every week. I think there was about six or seven weeks in total over the 10 years that we've missed. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm super pumped about it. We've got all sorts of little um, guest uh, messages uh, of uh, congratulations from people all over the LBMA network that will be part of the show uh, for this week and um, very excited about it. And um, we, we have a, a really special guest that will be joining us for the entirety of the show. And so I will, uh, just welcome him in now. So let's let him into our room. Hey, hey. Hey. He is. Oh, look. Mr. Where's my Leverage. hat? I should have worn my hat. That's the thing I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who've been watching every single week uh, in, in recent times, uh, uh, joining us today uh, is Rob Woodbridge, uh, the original co-host of this show with me uh, back 10 years plus ago. Uh, welcome, Rob. Good to see you. It's so great to be back. I can't wait for the 20-year reunion. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, the one thing I've noticed, uh, and we'll see in a second, is, is I didn't have gray hair when we started this. I have lots of it now, as you can see. Um, maybe we won't have hair, uh, you know, in uh, <laughs> more years. I don't know. But uh, great to see you. I think it's as so more great years, to be our back. kids will be doing the show for us. <laughs> well, can you imagine? I think our kids made an appearance early on, didn't they, Asif? Many times. They did, especially, I think, around the... Um, the prediction shows that we would do at the year end, uh, our, our kids would would pop in there. And in fact, uh, my kids uh, uh, sent in a little celebratory uh, message for this. So that'll be part of the, the show uh, for this week as well. Coming up, something to look forward to. But um, 
Yeah, so I thought what we would do is uh, it's been 10 plus years, a lot of episodes. Uh, you were there at the beginning, Rob, and, um, you know, uh, we didn't even have a show until, you know, sort of you and I met and kind of talked and, you know, explored. So what I thought we would do is let's go all the way back to the beginning and we'll kind of work our way through sort of the, uh, you know, the first 100 shows and, and 200 shows and so on. Um, and along the way, we'll, like I said, we'll have a number of little guest messages interjected in there. But why don't we just start with, um, I'm going to pull up a, um, a clip from the, uh, the very first days and uh, we can have a look at it and then we can have a, a bit of a discussion about it. Um, and Let's before do it. I do that, um, too, um, I wanted to say to, to everybody listening and watching, uh, not only is this 500 episodes, but uh, as you're hearing this, so we're recording live on uh, January the 19th, 2021. Uh, tomorrow, when you when this comes out, uh, not only is it 500 episodes, but it's a really special day. Of course, uh, there's a new president being inaugurated in the United States. It also happens to be my birthday, um, and so I'm really uh, there's a lot to celebrate this week. Um, so kind of excited about birthday that. you share with my husband. So it's just a good day all around. There Come on, <laughs> exactly. What exactly. an epic day tomorrow will be. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, so let's kick off uh, here uh, with a. Uh, a bit of a, uh, a look back at the past. Happy 500th episode, Dad. We're so proud of everything you've accomplished in the past 10 years. We can't wait to see what you do in the future. Congratulations. So why don't we start, uh, Rob, like maybe you can kind of just give the background, uh, just a, a minute, how we met and why we decided to do this crazy thing and um, kind of what, what those early days were like. And um, as you do that, and maybe for both of you guys, um, uh, after Rob speaks, Aubrey, if you want to jump in and comment too, but we're talking, so this was back October uh, 2010. Uh, <laughs> right when we started this and episode one we covered google buying uh considering buying groupon okay um <laughs> google had a product at that time called hot pot um which was this recommendation engine platform yahoo was still around and offering a local offers platform called yahoo lo called yahoo local offers a deal aggregator and pepsi had just partnered with Foursquare on a campaign and Coke had partnered with a platform that doesn't exist anymore called Scavenger. So there's just a little walk back in episode one. Like uh, I remember those early days because it was early days, not only for location uh, based marketing, but it was uh, like you were, you were, you were, you were the, the voice of a, of a brand new industry at the time that was, I remember how much of a hard push it was back in those days. So it was very early. It's also the early days of podcasting. It was really, we were three years, really three years into the mobile world because the iPhone had come out three years previous. And we really had, I, I remember like, it was, it was kind of 18 months after the first GPS was put into a phone. Like this is like early, early, early days. And I was at a conference, a, a, uh, a mobile marketing conference in New York City. And uh, I, I was there because I was press and I was media and I was interviewing a bunch of, uh, of folks that were in there from my TV channel at the time or my podcast on Tether.tv. And I, I remember being there and uh, Mark Echo 
like the Mark Echo was speaking there. And I swear to God, he was the last guy on the day of the conference. And there was maybe 10 people in the audience. It was this most intimate, most amazing presentation I've ever been to with Mark Echo. And he was literally pulled up a bar stool and sat and talked to us. And you were you were there. And, and this is where we met. And the conversation, like, uh, I think I talked to Mark Echo after that, just in passing, and he's like, I'll never do this again. Because um, uh, it was the worst conference for him, but it was great for us. But we started having that conversation almost that day. And, and I said, look, you need a podcast. You need a podcast. I was in the podcast mode. And, uh, and I said, I'm going to start this with you. I'm going to do 10 episodes, and I'm going to get the hell out of here, and you're going to take it from there. And it's because I don't know what I'm talking about in this space. Um, and that's my origin story with you. I remember that so closely. And then we bumped into each other again in Toronto and I interviewed you for untether.tv at a conference in Toronto. And, and that's when we made the commitment to get it done. And it started, so it was before that, that October, 2010. So we met, I think spring 2010, we saw each other again in the, in the summer of 2010. And then the podcast launched, uh, in, in October, November of 2010. What a time. Crazy, crazy. And it, and it was such an early time because, you know, I remember the LBMA was just starting around that time. Uh, you had done some early work that summer and, um, you know, the, uh, you know, Foursquare had just been incorporated as a company, you know, like a few months before that, um, just to kind of wind the clock back, you know, a company that we still talk about today, but just was in its infancy. And there's lots of other companies that were around back then too, in the, in the early days of location that are no longer, you know, where, which PayPal uh, acquired, you know, um, Gowalla, Gowalla <laughs> at the time, which then, you know, uh, Facebook acquired and so on. Right. Um, but a lot of interesting things in those early, early days, Aubriana, what do you, what do, what do you think? I mean, you were not part of the show at that early time, but you were in the industry already. Um, you know, in some respect. Yeah. Well, first of all, can I just say baby faces? I mean, oh my, oh my goodness. <laughs> you mean now? Um, you mean right now, baby faces yeah, yeah. now? Like oh, you maintain still. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's that you guys are drinking from the fountain of youth. Uh, so, yeah, I had actually just joined the industry and um, and come across location-based marketing via Twitter. I mean, of all places. Uh, so I came across the podcast and the association and I'm like, you know, I had just started working with this startup that was like really before it's time location based mobile proximity marketing doing like Bluetooth pushes and Wi Fi, you know, connections for like shopping centers and, um, you know, really just like trying to figure out like what's available, what's going on, you know, what kind of organizations can we find there was a lot of like technology organizations, especially here in Atlanta. Uh, with Georgia Tech, but nothing really focused on like mobility and location. And so I felt like I hit the jackpot when I came across, uh, you know, what you guys were doing. And, um, and that's when I just, you know, we started having a conversation, I think via Twitter even. And I'm like, hey, you know, are you guys doing anything in Atlanta? Like, how can we get involved? Uh, and Asif was probably thinking like, who is this weirdo, like reaching out to me and bugging me about her little 12 person startup, right? Um, but you know, and I think, I feel like the first time we met in person was probably 2012 at an event called ramp up. Remember that one? Chicago. Um, so we were definitely like talking a lot and engaging and figuring out how we could launch something. But, uh, that's the first time that we really met in person and, uh, you know, the rest is kind of history there, but yeah, it's like, there was a lot different. Uh, 
it was so innovative at the time, right? Nobody else was talking about this or doing this. And, um, you know, it was like a haven for, for all of these startups and like even bigger companies trying to figure out what's going on and, and what's the future. Yeah, and and I think too from a you know from a, a growth point of view, the LBMA starting to sort of spread its wings a little bit. You know, obviously we started in Toronto with, with a, a first event back in in October 2010. Uh, you know, we were sharing that on Twitter, and I remember uh, getting messages from people in New York and Chicago and saying, "Hey, you know, we need you know we need this here. Can you start to bring?" you know, the, the organization and, and, you know, are you open to, to having chapters here? And I remember even in those early days when I started the organization, you know, we, I put an advisory board together and it was all like Canadian people um, from Canadian businesses who were on this advisory board. And very quickly within just a matter of months, we had to like, how do we, how do we go international? Like, because uh, this isn't, this isn't going to work. Um, you know, I hadn't planned for it. And in fact, you know, the, the origin story of the LBMA is I had just sold out or exited out of um, the, uh, the the startup I was doing, a Wi-Fi startup that was in the location-based sort of ad space. Um, and I had a strong, strong non-compete from working in that space, but I could see this whole industry starting to emerge. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to miss out on this sort of new wave. And how do I get around my non-compete? And so my answer to that, you know, after I talked to all my lawyers was, I'll start a nonprofit trade association for this industry. Uh, only in Canada, I'll do it for a year, I'll sit out my non-compete, and then I'll get back to building <laughs> startups again. A year. And here we are, <laughs> 10 years later, year. 500 episodes in, uh, an organization that is... Uh, you know, uh, thousands of member companies over the years. Uh, we have chapters in 26 cities around the world. I look back, we've, we've done 112 chapter meetups uh, around the world uh, in virtually every continent. Uh, 10 retail local conferences that we've hosted, you know, at South, in South by Southwest, in Chicago, in Atlanta, in Seattle. Um, five local conferences in Europe. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it's just amazing to think about something that I had never envisioned. It was literally a legal maneuver to get out of my non-compete. Um, that and, explains a lot about how you were so hesitant to jump on a podcast with me about this industry. Okay? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, here we are. Here we are. So, th so that was kind of the early, early days. Um, and um, yeah, it, it's uh, so thankful, uh, Rob, for, for your uh, push uh, there to get this going because, uh, you know, that's why we're here today. Well, it became like, it, it, you know, there's a thankful because of it, like as you hit 500 episodes, which is remarkable. Um, but there's also, you know, uh, I'm sure there's, uh, there, it was anxi anxiety driven as well because we made a commitment, you and I, that we weren't going to miss a week. Remember that we said, listen, like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this every week, no matter what. So there are episodes from like, you know, uh, like vacation properties. You were always traveling. I couldn't get like, it was like 9 p.m. Ottawa time or 3 a.m. wherever you were across the continent as you were at these events. And it was always like this, it, we just did it and we just we never missed a week we just you and I we just stayed on this on this cadence and um 
And I just remember, uh, you know, that it was always my family, which is my kids were four, were just four when I have twins. And when we started this and, uh, and so I could only do it like after nine o'clock and between like whatever it was. And, and we just, we just made it happen. And it was, uh, it was, it was so much fun uh, in those early days to, uh, to, to be kind of the torchbearer for this industry through this podcast. Yes. And, and then, uh, you know, the, the, the thinking was in those early days, Rob, was, you know, if we can just get to like 10 episodes, maybe we can we can sustain this thing. So this is a, a, a this is a, a watershed moment, Asif, because it is episode number 10. Two hands, double digits, man. Double digits. There we go. That. Ten. We 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 made it and it's growing and uh, yeah it's uh, you know ha happy to happy to be here and looking forward to uh, to getting to a hundred. Hi, I just want to give a quick shout out to the LBMA team, Asif, Abriana, and Rob for the 500th podcast episode. That is a huge milestone and something to be proud of. You know, I've been a big fan and consistent listener since 2012, and I really appreciate the thoughtful insight, the commentary, and really how the exposure of how location is a powerful force within many verticals and technologies. You know, location is a key component of our lives, whether we see it or not, and we appreciate how you surface the use cases within retail, marketing, and consumer experiences, and media and creative in many other ways. So really huge thank you to you and the team for bringing thought leadership into the space and providing the many companies, startups, even your own audience, a platform to really expose and showcase their capabilities. So since the importance of location will only increase over the next few years or many years, I'm definitely looking forward to the next 500 plus episodes from the LBMA. So cheers to you and the team. Happy anniversary, Asif and team here from Germany. 500 episodes of Location Weekly, our LBMA podcast. Wow, that's amazing. So congratulations for the great work you did for us as industry. So we can see all our members, our partners about our events, trends, news stories and data material. So for us, it's very important here in Central Europe to have this weekly episode and update on our industry so we really enjoy it and it's very worthful for what we do and thank you again asif and team hey asif everyone this is uh, bj Verhoop here from holland i can't believe it's already been 500 episodes of uh, the lbma podcast um I've helped Asif between uh, 2010 2017 to uh, set up the European chapters of the LBMA. And uh, we had a lot of fun uh, working together with all the interested companies and organizations in this space. But uh, what was most important is that through the LBMA, its events and its roundtables, we were able to create connections between people and companies that would have otherwise not met. Like in, like in real life, location plays a central role in bringing people together from different walks of life. Now in these COVID times though, you know, more than ever before, we notice what we miss when we can't physically connect at the location of our own choice. Fortunately, some of the companies that LBMA has supported over the years can help us connect digitally around our local communities still. But I truly hope and wish for all of you that we can all see each other again soon at a favorite restaurant, shop, office, 
or an LBMA event. Until then, here's to another 500 episodes of this great podcast. Congratulations, Aubriana and Asif, and looking forward to seeing you again soon in real life. Cheers. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, my name is Denise McKenzie. I'm an independent consultant in the United Kingdom, currently helping as the co-director of the Benchmark Initiative, uh, looking into ethical use of location data. Uh, I've also had the privilege of being part of the advisory board at the Location-Based Marketing Association since 2018. Ubriana, Asif, I really just wanted to say a big congratulations on reaching the 500 episode milestone. It's absolutely awesome achievement. Uh, online content like that that you produce at Location Weekly is just so vitally important at the moment while everyone's in lockdown around the world and our workspaces have all completely changed. So thank you both for keeping us all informed, uh, keeping us up to date on everything that's happening in the location-based marketing world. Uh, with that, I'd just like to say congratulations again, and I really hope that we get a chance to see each other in person this year. Ten. Maybe we'll get to 100. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be crazy. Don't be crazy. Um, I, I, I marvel at the background there because, uh, um, you know, throughout these episodes, even in that, the first 100 episodes, um, the amount of change that happened in, in I, it was a basement studio that uh, my basement that I converted into a studio. And I, I think in the moments uh, between this and episode 100, um, we had two floods. And then uh, Clarence Clemens, the saxophonist for the uh, E Street Band and my, my favorite man of all time, Bruce Springsteen, uh, who will also be celebrating the inauguration tomorrow uh, with Biden. Um, uh, his saxophonist died. I was on air when I got the text that he died uh, within that time frame. And then also um, uh, my entire plumbing system backed up on one of these episodes where we were mid filming and the toilet, like the, in the background, if you're looking at to, you know, to the screen right is the washroom down there and it exploded. The toilet, the sinks in the uh, laundry room, ex my wife pulled out the plug from the, one of the uh, kids were having a bath and everything just came through. And I remember just like, what the hell? And there's, it was disgusting. But we finished the podcast later that night as I was it covered, the entire basement was covered in, in human waste. That's how dedicated we were to the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it, it, it's, um, it, yeah, so many incidents, as, as you pointed out, so many times, you know, just in all parts of the world, just making time zones work, or I was on, summer vacation down in Myrtle Beach or whatever, you yeah, know, and, and doing it from there with really crap Wi-Fi or whatever. Like, you know, just, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, we, we, we somehow stuck it out and, and, you know, we're dedicated to it and wanted to bring it. And I remember like, you know, uh, even, even from the first, the first 10 episodes, like, I think uh, one of the big things that really got me committed to it, besides you pushing, was we were hearing from a lot of the early members of the LBMA, a lot of the ad agencies, a lot of the brands that were involved at the time were like, you know what, we keep hearing about this location-based marketing thing. We don't really know what it is. We see all these companies popping up and we really need like a way to kind of just have something we can listen to, uh, you know, on the train, on our way into, you know, work on a Monday morning and feel like we can walk into our briefing meetings somewhat knowledgeable on this thing that's called location-based marketing and that was kind of for me like what really kind of crystallized it and said hey you know this there's value here people are getting something from it uh and we got to keep going
So it was in those in those first ten episodes, or maybe it was the first one hundred, where you got an email from somebody who said like they're not part of the industry, but he just wanted to thank you for uh, because he used the podcast to learn English. Remember that yes. one? Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's right. like we'll take a fan. We'll take anybody. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah, and and I remember too, like even with some of the conferences, like you know, you were even there, Rob, like at some of the retail locos in the early days, like we'd show up and people like we've never met, we've never had a conversation with who watched the podcast would be like, Hey, can, can you know, it's like, it, like we get sort of minor, minor celebrities. Like, can, can we, uh, can we have a hug? Like, can we have a high five? Like, I'm like, sure. Um, you know, it was, it was crazy. crazy. We read, uh, I was, I think like it was Modev East, like we were in Washington DC around that time. And uh, I somehow finagled my way into speaking probably because I was associated with you. And so they asked me to come in and speak and you were there. And, 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 uh, and that happened to me at a urinal in the washroom, in the men's room where somebody looked over to me and like, uh, are you Rob from the podcast? And I'm like, well, this is slightly awkward but um <laughs> this was the conversation that we had as i as we were in the urinals next to each other in modev east in washington dc and i think that's the pinnacle of of my fame at that point to be recognized in the men's washroom in washington that was it that was the highlight yo 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 this is kyle working coming to you straight from dallas texas location-based marketing association how are you guys doing I can't believe how long it's been since I've been involved in the organization. I was uh, pleasantly surprised when Asif reached out and informed me that there's a milestone to celebrate. 500 in a row, LBMA podcasts. What an accomplishment. Congratulations to you, Asif, to Abriana, to Rob. Uh, that's, that's impressive, 500. Tons of content, tons of innovation, and you guys have kept it going this long. And uh, I think it's uh, a time to celebrate and we hope that we'll keep it going another 500 strong. I also wanted to, in this video, just share back uh, some thoughts on my time in the LBMA. It was a while back, but I, I have very fond memories and, uh, and I wanna thank Asif for giving me the opportunity to participate and also the opportunity to start the first chapter in Dallas. But the thing that I remember most about the organization is the relationships and the people that you meet. Um, and that starts with Asif. Uh, Asif and I became quick friends and uh, he's uh, helped me personally and professionally uh, while I was there and after. And, you know, I met a lot of great people throughout the organization. And, you know, I look back at the LBMA and I just think of it as family. And so uh, I can't believe it's been this long since I've been involved. I do miss everyone. And uh, I raise my glass to celebrate 500 strong LBMA podcast. Congratulations. Let's keep it going, and I hope uh, I hope I get to see you guys soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Hi, this is Kami Zimmer, Chief Business Officer of Glimpse. Glimpse has been a member of the LBMA now for quite a few years, and we truly enjoy the podcasts because they help us highlight what we're seeing with our Fortune 500 companies in the location-based services world. If what we're talking about resonates with the right audience and helps them do their jobs better, then we consider that a win. So cheers to you, LBMA, on your 500th podcast. Hey, Asif. Congratulations on your 500th episode of Location Weekly. It's been a great ride, my friend. We met way back in 2010, and you invited me to be a chapter president of the LA chapter back in 2014. I've had the honor to work alongside you and other chapter presidents to produce and coordinate our flagship conference, Retail Local. And my favorite, without a doubt, is Retail Local at South by Southwest. 
I've also had the great pleasure of working at the intersection of people, places, and media with some of the biggest retailers, agencies, brands, and technology partners, bringing them together to drive incredible innovation that is still relevant today. I've made amazing friends that are spread across the United States, and I've learned so much about location-based technology that affects my career every single day. I look forward to 2021 and what you and Aubriana do, which is bring us up to date on the most interesting trends in location technology today. Remember, location is the cookie for the real world. All the best to you and everybody at the LBMA. I can't wait to see you all again at our next conference. Best of luck, everyone. Asif and Aubriana, I just got off the slopes, but I wanted to take a moment to congratulate you on the 500th episode of the LBMA podcast. Having been a participant in the LBMA for so long and also once a board member, I can say this program uh, has been an important part of my business, my career, uh, and uh, in growing my business. And I really appreciate all the great work that you've done over the years. I look forward to another 500. A big congratulations to you, Asif and Orbiana, on your 500th episode. An amazing job. Wish you continued success. Thank you very much. And have a great next 500 episodes. Hey, LBMA. Congrats on 10 years. I just wanted to give you a, a huge shout out. Congrats. 10 years. That's a long time. Uh, I remember when we first started with uh, LBMA only three-ish years ago, maybe four at this point. And they allowed us the opportunity to, you know, just talk about what we do and connect with awesome people across brands and agencies and other marketing technology platforms. And I'll never forget what LBMA did by giving us uh, a platform when we were such a small company at that time. So thank you, LBMA. Congrats on 10 years. Asif, Abriana, the whole team, totally uh Great hospitality, every city we've ever been to with you, and looking forward to hosting everyone in Seattle sometime soon. Peace. Welcome to This Week in Location-Based Marketing. On today's show, innovation finally strikes with Bite Light. The green giant makes his augmented reality debut, and we have stories from Placecast, Clash, and Face Tales, plus a ton of acquisitions, a resource of the week from Ottawa-based Shopify, just in case you didn't know, and special guest Erica McClenny of Expion. Oh, yeah. And did I mention, this is episode number 100. Yeah, we're old. Thoughts? Who wants to weigh in on kind of the, that sort of... So now we're 2012. Aubriana, you're kind of part of the community now. Where I think, we're, I think we actually were getting the Atlanta chapter up that year. Mm -hmm. um you know with all those original guys uh lewis and tom and and yeah. everybody that was part of that uh when we did that very first event at coke maybe you want to kind of weigh in on sort of that that time frame of episode 100 to 200 um and and i'll tell you too like besides the companies i mentioned uh earlier um episode 200 which i'm not going to show a clip of we we uh we talked about Google outside, so they were doing out of home uh, digital signage uh, in London. We talked about um, uh, Weave, the uh, which was a another geo targeted SMS platform in the UK. Um, uh, Mood Media had started to really roll out their platform called Presence. 
Macy's had deployed Shopkick, um, you know, going back in time. And Verizon had launched a car sharing service. Verizon launched a car Come sharing on. on episode 200. And, and, uh, and a little known company called Urban Airship was beginning uh, to do push notifications. So there you go. That's what we got in those kind of first 200 to, to weigh in on. Yeah, I think it was uh, 2012. I want to say November is when we launched um, Atlanta Chapter. So we had, let's see, we had um, Tom Daly from Coca-Cola at that time, uh, who has since moved on from Coca-Cola. Uh, we had Lewis Gump, who was at CNN at the time, who has moved on a, a few times. I think he's over at Cox Media now, heading up their ad, uh, ad division. Um, let's see, Matt Jones from Home Depot. Uh, and he actually just uh, just left Home Depot, so he was there for a long time. And who was the fourth one that we had? I'm trying to remember. Now I'm going to feel mm -hmm. terrible about this, but uh, yeah. gone from my head. Right yeah, now. <laughs> kidding? that's that's great memory already. That's yeah. nine years ago. Like that's. I mean, <laughs> I can remember that. Had, like a big event at at Home Depot. It was, I mean, at Coca Cola, and it, you know, it was a big to do. I think here in Atlanta, and we had a lot of like great people that came and kicked it off with us. And, um, you know, it's been like in and out for the last, you know, however many years since then, eight years. Uh, so it's been a good run, you know, and um, it was good to be part of like bringing something to Atlanta, especially the startup scene being here and everything that was going on. There was a lot, there's a lot of you know, digital marketing and interactive marketing groups that are here, but there wasn't anything that was really focused on location. And, um, you know, still there's been so much growth in the city as a whole around that. Um, but it was really, you know, it was a great time to be part of that. And that was uh, before kids for me. So I had lots of energy and time to do this at that point in my life. <laughs> but lots has changed since then, right? I mean, but that was like the kickoff to, to getting in with LBMA and, and standing up things here in the Southeast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was, and it was a great launch. Like, I mean, just having that group of people from sort of, let's call it Atlanta royalty, as far as the companies uh, that were involved uh, in that initial session and Coca-Cola kind of offering up that great facility that we, we could host it in uh, for that launch event. Really, really set things off well, uh, you know, for for the market at that time. Um, Rob, any thoughts on kind of you know those stories, you know, that we we covered in kind of episode two hundred and kind of the industry at that time as it was starting to, you know, mature a little bit. Let's let's say you know some early acquisitions and things like that. You know, I remember Ellie um, <clears throat> being acquired, uh, Ellie Portnoy, and um, he was one of these uh, like when, when that era stands out for the innovators who were crazy enough to build businesses in this industry uh, in that early time and, and hold on and thrive and then uh, grow and then thrive and then, and then be acquired uh, by big guys. And, and um, I just remember the, that time uh, was so entrepreneurial because it was so much the Wild West. There was no real standards. There was no government regulations. There was, everybody was testing and trying and building and failing and, you know, and uh, anything went, you know, um, and it was just a matter of trying to convince somebody that this was of value. Because I just, like those early days, it was the same thing like in the early days of the web, for many people who have no recollection of that because you were not even born back then, but in the early days of the web, there was a lot of push 
people didn't understand the value of web at the time, very early. And, and when there was so many other mediums like print and television and radio that they could advertise on. So this is long before. And I felt that that same moment was happening at, at, uh, in that era, in this time frame with location-based marketing. And, uh, and it was fascinating to watch. And some of the innovations back then, um, I think you're just starting to see come to fruition today in reality. And that's how long it's taken and, and, um, or to become mainstream. But I, <clears throat> I remember having a conversation with my dad about this. My dad is a sage. He's 81 years old and always my grounding force in a lot of these conversations because when I get overhyped, he brings me back to reality. And, and he just had a very prescient uh, observation about this industry was that at some point, uh, this becomes a fact. Like this industry just happens. This just industry just becomes part of, of a spend. It becomes part of your business. Um, and that's when you, you, you need to move on you know, is, is ultimately, and it still hasn't happened at that point because we're always still fighting this uphill battle uh, of new innovation. But there was a moment there where mobile had become just mobile. It was no longer mobile. It was part of your business. It, it was just what you did. And, uh, and I think that's what we saw at this point, 2012 to 2014, it was the accelerant of this industry. Like, uh, you know, not bubble like, but just acceptance wise. I loved it. That was the funnest part. These, I think episode 100 to 200, were, were the greatest parts for me. You know what? First of all, I can't imagine that you would ever get overhyped about anything, Rob. Uh, but <laughs> uh, also, you know, oh, I, I did remember the fourth was weather. We had a rep from Weather Channel that That's was, right. was yes, at yes, the yes. event in Atlanta. Um, but, you know, for me personally, and I feel like it's probably likely like this for so many others during this time, it was just an opportunity to really educate ourselves and, and understand how things were working and what was possible and to really just open up our minds and dream big. I mean, for me, I had, I, my foray into this whole world was with a startup that I just got tossed into by accident. You know, my background was in sport management and I had been working for a sports agency up until that point in time, nothing to do with, you know, technology besides just more about marketing focused and marketing athletes for those off the field dollars. And so, you know, I just wanted to learn everything in this new role with this startup and just figure out like, how can I make this, you know, more successful? And I was handling all the operations and just trying to figure out like who else is in this space? What are they doing? How does it work? And thirst for knowledge that I had. And I felt like this was a place for me to get that, right? Get all that news in one place. I met so many great people that just, you know, were, I would say like so gracious with their time and explanations and extremely, you know, uh, knowledgeable and smart and had vision. And so I think that that just brought all those things together. And it was just an incubator for all of us that were like, you know, learning along with everyone else because nobody had it all figured out and nobody still has it figured out. Things still are changing and shifting and, you know, look at what's happening in the advertising ecosystem now. And we're like starting from scratch once again, almost. Um, but it was just like a great place to be. Uh, and really, I would say like cultivate that, that environment to push us forward and, and figure out like what else we can do. And we created so many new like bonds and friendships through this industry along the way. 100% agree with that. I, I think it, it's uh, for me, you know, the, the the legacy for me on a personal note is, is that exactly that it, it's the network, it's it's the global um, relationships that I've built, um, you know, the friends that, you know, I've acquired along the way. Um, I, I remember, um, I don't even know what year this was now, but like speaking of like tomorrow's my birthday, I remember there was a year 
I got asked to come and speak at a conference uh, in Austin, Texas, um, and it and I was going to be there uh, over my birthday, and away from home. And so I'm like, I'm staying at this hotel and I'm like, you know, what am I going to do? So I literally just sent out, this was, I'm guessing, I'm going to say somewhere around 2015, 16, somewhere in that range. I don't remember what year exactly, but I said, oh, I'm just going to send out a message to people I know, uh, in Austin, um, you know, on LinkedIn and just say, Hey, I'm staying here. Anybody want to come by, you know, after work and, you know, can have a drink and, you know, catch up and whatever. And, you know, I'm celebrating my birthday and literally like I think like 20 plus people just showed up like, you know, randomly, like just from a LinkedIn, you know, invite, you know, from people I knew, uh, which was really, uh, you know, a, a testament to, to those relationships that you speak of. Right. You know, all sort of develop through this uh, this network. So really uh, thankful for that. It's also a testament to how the uh, the messaging on LinkedIn has changed <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> you probably didn't have to pay for that message. Yeah. To yeah. Now those you don't people. Check that message. It's all it's all spam. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So as we kind of moved along and we kind of got into now around episode three hundred, so we're into twenty seventeen. Uh, Brianna, you're now kind of in the mix there. Rob has stepped away, uh, you know, for, um, you know, uh, you know, some, some pretty legit reasons. I'll let Rob decide if he wanted to, if he wants to comment on that, but we had this little gap, uh, about four or five weeks in there where we just didn't have a show. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I think in total across the 10 years, the 500 episodes, I think we've missed seven weeks. I calculated in total. And four or five of them were in this little in-between time between Rob having to step away and Aubriana uh, stepping up and, and kind of uh, taking on the, the co-hosting role. So we move into episode 300 um, and the industry continues to uh, evolve. Um, the stories that we covered in that episode were Ashley Furniture uh, going AR VR um, to kind of bring the store experience to people uh, in their home. And this was before Ikea did that. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, Amazon Go launches its first test store in Seattle. Um, Google goes VR as well with its Winter Wonderland, Macy's, uh, you know, sort of shopping window experience. Gimbal gets acquired uh, by the mobile majority. Place IQ, another company that heavily involved with the LVMA over the years, launches their platform called Landmark. And Mall of America deploys some interesting kiosks uh, that enable you to kind of see information on the kiosk on the on the sort of screen and have it sent to your phone so that you can kind of take that map or that information away with you, um, kind of bridging the gap between the, the mobile and, and the digital uh, out of home. So that's what we covered in that show. I want to congratulate Asif and team on being trailblazers over the years as you hit this 500th podcast milestone it's testament to you being out there as a spokesperson for technology and change in the sector congratulations and i look forward to being part of the lbma as you move forward thanks hey asif obriana and the rest of the lbma crew it's raman sidhu here from london and i wanted to congratulate you all for the 500th episode of the LBMA podcast. 
wow, what an achievement. And um, I was actually thinking back to when we first met, um, see, when I first got involved with the LBMA, maybe around seven or eight years ago, and uh, maybe around the 100th episode, which at the time I thought was quite an achievement, so you've certainly outdone yourself. And uh, thinking back at some of the standout memories, one is most memorable. Uh, one time when we were in Madrid, um, you'd come down to Madrid to come and speak at an event that I'd organised. The day after the event, you and I was having lunch um, in a sunny Madrid plaza, and um, a gentleman from Finland who lived in Madrid uh, got in touch with you over Twitter based on his interest in location-based marketing. We went and met up with him later that evening and we became friends and we ended up founding a company together, Beamray. And for the last five years or so, uh, I've been working on building that, uh, a company which uses signals and AI to measure and target programmatic advertising without the need of cookies and identifiers. So thank you for that serendipitous moment. Uh, one of the many, I'm sure, but certainly the most memorable. And uh, I look forward to meeting up in person very soon and uh, sharing another glass of red with you. Take care. So hello, Asif. This is uh, Christian Geisendorfer from Use. We do location-based marketing solutions. And I would like to send my big congratulations for 500 episodes of the Location Weekly edition with all the great content and the great speakers you both have in all these episodes. Quick reminder of 10 years ago about when I met you first as Steve in Amsterdam at the Location Conference. Um, short after I helped you to launch the Singapore chapter of the LBMA and a few years later also connected you with Karsten who then set up the LBMA for the German-speaking countries. Brings back the memories of hosting you both in Singapore and I really look forward to seeing you again here in the region soon and to the next 10 years of location, location, location. Hey, this is Damien Rollison from Brandify and Street Fight, and I just wanted to wish Asif and the team a very hearty congratulations for reaching the milestone of 500 episodes of the LBMA podcast. It's a uh, it's a great achievement, and uh, at Street Fight, we've been providing uh, access to the podcast for many years now, and we know that it provides uh, audiences around the US and Canada and really around the world with a view into what's happening in local search and location-based marketing uh, in many areas. And it's a resource that really doesn't uh, exist anywhere else. So uh, it's been a real, uh, a, real, a real great thing to have the podcast around. And we, again, congratulate uh, the LBMA with this, uh, this great milestone and look forward to 500 more podcasts to come. Uh, we will certainly be listening and watching as uh, as the months and years unfold and uh, looking for your reporting and predictions about where things are going in the world of uh, location-based marketing. So again, congratulations on this great achievement and we wish you the best. Hello, Obriana and Asif. Hello, everyone. Well, 500 episodes. That is quite the accomplishment and a milestone to celebrate. So happy anniversary to you all at the uh, LBMA. 
Um, every industry and the location services industry is both a small and a large industry at the same time. Needs a, a safe place for all its participants, customers, vendors, technologists, innovators, creators, advertisers, uh, brands and so many more functions of the marketplace to come together to discuss uh, the past, the present, what's working, what's not working, and most importantly, the future, where we're all headed together. And so that's why at Here Technologies, we're very proud of being a member, a participant, and a sponsor of, of your efforts. The few years ahead are very exciting indeed. We're headed into a world where machines, which have started making data for us and consuming data to exploit and understand and and uh, find insights out of all those movements of people, of objects, of things around the world. Uh, we will continue to see those trends, um, AI, machine learning, and the sophistication of the algorithms and the data science in location services. We will see many more user experiences, innovation with augmented reality, 3D objects of the world, all of this powered by 5G, of course, which is already upon us and, and will do nothing but, but grow. So we look forward to the next 500 episodes, probably a thousand as well. Uh, thank you again. Um, congratulations on such an accomplishment, a milestone. Uh, Happy New Year as well and make it safe and healthy as well. Thank you. Hello, Ron Carricker with 7 Media Group. Just want to say congratulations to Asif and Aubriana for 500 episodes of Location-Based Marketing Weekly. Uh, you guys do a fantastic job of keeping all of us informed, latest technology, latest innovations, uh, and sharing great information every week. We really hope you uh, continue the success, and we look forward to the next 500. Thank you. Okay, well, it's that time of the week where we get to record this uh, most amazing podcast uh, of your day, of your week. Maybe of, of your, your life. Year, of your life. Um, this is This Week in Location-Based Marketing, episode number 300. We have cracked into the uh, the 300 now. So, yes, the uh, the third century uh, of shows is upon us. Anyways, so that, that's what we were looking like in those days and uh, crazy times. A little bit of gray that's creeping in there, Asif, at episode 300. Like, So something happened between 2 and 300 where there's a little bit of gray, but... Abriana, you always brought the glamour. Like it, I cannot tell you what what kind of an upgrade you were to me for this show. Like like going from me to you is like I, I can't even. There's no comparison. It was very funny. <clears throat> I remember, I remember those five weeks off. Um, my son got very ill very suddenly. We had just finished a podcast episode on a Sunday night because that's when we recorded. Um, and, uh, and the, by the next day, uh, Monday evening, uh, you know, our entire family's world had turned up and turned upside down. And, uh, and we, I don't ever think that that podcast was ever released, um, because it was, uh, I just couldn't get to the editing, obviously. And we spent 16 weeks in hospital and, and I can, I can say that my son who is now 14 years old and talks back to me, uh, and, and is smarter than I am, um, has, has recovered completely from, from that time. Um, but it, it shook the foundation and, uh, and, you know, knocked the world off its axes for us. And, uh, and, you know, the one constant through those five weeks and six weeks was Asif, um, 
and his graciousness, and I'm not going to say this without getting for Clint, but his graciousness and in his assistance and making sure that the, the reach outs and the touch points with my family were were consistent and uh, and it was it was one of those tough 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 times. Um, but then when I came back into the community and I went to you know I, I went to a conference uh, like the, like everybody who was there previous just came to me and, and were, were so welcoming and warming and, and conscientious of what had happened to my son. And, uh, and it, it, it just shows you this community that you've built um, is, is, is so empathetic and so much more than just coworkers and friends, but this is, this is really a brethren that you've created. And I felt it from that point forward and um, so deeply appreciative of this community for during that time. Uh, it was needed and welcomed and thanked. Yeah, well, we're obviously we're we're incredibly thankful, and and uh, you know that uh, you are well, your family's well, your kids are well, um, yes. and uh, you know thriving. In fact, uh, from everything I see these days, um, and uh, so that's that's amazing. And that's the most important thing, um, you know, of course, for all of us uh, is uh, is health and and happiness, and, uh, and and knowing that our families are well, and and you know, obviously, right now. As, as, as we kind of move along here in this show and we're now into kind of episode 400 and 500, um, you know, in kind of the, the last couple of years, uh, obviously the, the big thing uh, that's, that's really hit on us is COVID and, and we're kind of all feeling, um, you know, the malaise that has set in, uh, you know, from that. And, and, and yet at the same time, I think the theme that um, Aubriana and I have been talking about on the show for the last year uh, has really been, uh, you know, sort of evidenced by the acceleration of a lot of these technologies, you know, brought on by the pandemic, right? You know, and on the LBMA side of things, you know, we continue to grow. And so the last few years have really seen, you know, a lot of international expansion for us as an organization, uh, new chapters in Japan, uh, you know, the Tokyo chapter, um, we, uh, we launched in, uh, in Mexico and in Puerto Rico, kind of opening up uh, a Latin American front. Uh, and then most recently, um, had planned as a physical event uh, this past June, pandemic interrupted that, but we went ahead and did a virtual event in Israel. And, um, and we, we, we've done a couple of things there now um, and are looking forward to one day doing that in person. But, um, you know, it, it's really interesting to see. And, and, and throughout this show, um, for those listening and watching, you've, you've seen a lot of different clips from chapter leaders and folks around the world sharing that and, and obviously some of those newer folks uh, here at the end. Hello everyone, uh, this is Kuni Kawashima from LBMA Japan chapter. Um, congratulations to Asif, Oriana and everybody else who have worked to uh, get to the 500 uh, episode of uh, podcast, which is uh, truly amazing numbers. Um, here at Japan, in Japan, uh, we have about uh, right now 29 members who's been active in the uh, LBMA Japan chapter. Uh, we've been uh, around for a year and a half now. And uh, throughout the, uh, the 2020, we really had a rough time, but uh, uh, we had the uh, you know monthly meetings online with within the members, and you know the uh, podcast episodes have helped me to pick some topics 
to discuss the uh, with within our members and also the uh, the things that we work on to uh, bring better awareness to the the you know public about the uh, the location based services and marketing. So uh, please do keep up the good work. And one of the uh, things that we are working here right now is to try to figure out what to do with the uh, disappearance of IDFA and try to come up with a, uh, with a better solution to, uh, you know, uh, the location-based uh, data. So hopefully one of those days we can get together and uh, have some certain discussions about these things as well. Thanks and once again, uh, congratulations and keep up the good work and hopefully we'll uh, meet again on the uh, 1000 episodes. Thank you. Hi Asif, hi Brianna, hi everyone at the LBMA, hi to all the members, happy new year for everyone. I hope this year brings us a lot of prosperity as well as a lot of health and I hope to see you guys soon, not on virtual events, on presential. My name is Gabriel Bidoya, I'm the Chief Strategy Officer of the Insights Company. We are here based in Miami, and since we became members of the LBMA, we've been participating on all your podcasts. We hear and watch the podcast, whatever is possible. And for us, the podcast is a source of inspiration as well as a source of new knowledge and also to keep us ahead of the curve on trends and all the fields, cases and interviews and all the magnificent content that you guys place on the podcast. Please keep doing the great job. The podcast is an amazing tool for us. And I believe as ourselves that all the members appreciate what you guys do, all the effort that you place to bring this content to us. On this time, I want to congratulate you, Asif and Aubriana, for the great effort, for the good job, Please keep doing the good job and I hope you guys complete another 500 um, opportunities, another 500 podcasts. I want to be invited for the podcast number 1000 <laughs> and, and I'm pretty sure you guys are going to make it. Um, I don't have much things to tell you other than thank you very much. We appreciate the content. We appreciate the effort and I hope to see you guys on the events of the LBMA soon. Thank you very much. And once again, Happy New Year for everyone. Thank you. Wow, 500 episodes. That's a great, great, great. Obriana, Asif, uh, all the best. Good luck. Congratulations on this great milestone. I hear you. I'm a great supporter. My name is Neil Mano. I didn't say, so I sued. Uh, I'm a great supporter of LBMA. It gives you a lot of inspiration and business value for my various uh, ventures that I use location data versus technology. So again, congratulations. Thank you for the inspiration. And hopefully we'll see each other during 2021 in person, having a good dinner in Atlanta, in Chicago, New York. Uh, best of luck to you. Happy New Year. Yeah, sure. I do feel like, um, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but you know, as you alluded to, there has been so much innovation around um, and focus around like not necessarily just health, but benefiting others. Um, and and I would even back that up even to before COVID started. So 
you know, I think about uh, when we were in Seattle for one of our LBMA events and we, and we got to focus on what, um, you know, what Samaritan was doing with, with Bluetooth, with, uh, with gimbal. Right. And just like the, you know, the really exciting things to see this touch of humanity come into such a, you know, capitalist industry really is amazing. And, and really just thinking about how we can use technology for good. And so I think that that continues to grow, especially this year when we think about how do we provide more service, more customization, more personalization, but also uh, just convenience for people, whether that's for health reasons or just because we, you know, in some ways we have so much less going on, but in other ways, like we have a lot more going on. So you think about, you know, everyone like me who has kids and you're working from home and your kids are virtual and you're trying to balance all of these things. And, you know, maybe the only view that you see most of the day is your bedroom, right? Because you're here working and <laughs> sleeping and this is where you live your life. So I think there's like been pushes um, and options like around mental health and around uh, just general visits to the doctor and, and making those virtual, right? Or curbside pickup and accommodating that. And, uh, you know, whether it's just shifting your hours for, senior citizens to be able to come in in a more protective time or, you know, actually offering delivery or being able to pick up items for those in need in your community. Um, something else that I wanted to, to mention beyond COVID also is like with a lot of the racial tension that we've seen specifically here in the States, there's been a push around how do you support those communities and how do you support uh, Black-owned businesses and, and um and even Latino owned businesses and, and where can you advertise those? And so we've seen companies like Yelp and, and others really promoting this. And I think we're gonna continue to see more of a focus there to, uh, to make sure that we're doing our part, you know, to to bring an end to, to systemic racism and to and provide equality and and access to opportunities for everyone. So, I love the the things that we're seeing from a technology perspective that are promoting that growth. And I just think this is just like the very, we're just dipping our toe in the water at this point. There's a lot more to do um, on both fronts, but it it is exciting to see those things and um and and to just kind of have like a front row seat into what's going on every week I, I love that yeah for sure rob um what any any thoughts from you on kind of the last couple of years you know you've kind of been on the outside of it uh but at the same time kind of living it in startup world right on the other side of the uh the coin right you know with uh the work you've been doing with lyft and now uh trexity and so on yeah, I can't echo more um, what Abriano said is that um, I did. I spent two years inside of Lyft and um, and for whatever you think of companies that use gig workers or, or uh, contracted drivers, uh, I've never worked for a company that is more empathetic and more in tune with what is going in, on in society um, than Lyft. And, it, and it's not, you know, I, I think I explained it to you this way, Asif, is that uh, over the last two years, what we've seen is this... Um, a facade a lot in some of these businesses that have, you know, um, that have uh, divisions that are there to be empathetic divisions. And, and, you know, it, it seems, um, I mean, it's disingenuous in a lot of the companies, they're opportunistic uh, in a lot of the companies. Uh, and we, we start to see those and you'll, you'll see those companies in the last year that have just kind of created this giving arm as a result of the of the pandemic out of out of just for marketing purposes and, and i hate companies like that i've always hated companies like that 
And left is the exact opposite. When you when you you see or you have a perception of the pink of lift itself, and you know in your mind you get into a uh, to a lift when you're allowed to go out and drive and get into a lift that that uh, it feels different. You know, you're joyful when you're in there. The driver seems different. And oftentimes it's the same driver for Uber and Lyft in, in a community, but you feel differently about the brand because it's, it's, a, it's a nicer brand. Like that's so they've done a great job. And so that's what you think going into a company like that. And then you think, well, I'm going to get in there and it's going to be a facade. I'm going to get in there and there's going to be like 12 <clears throat> year old kids working, uh, you know, and uh, it's, it's going to be a disaster. But the company itself, is exactly that. There's there's no difference between its perception and how, what it's like to be in there. It's the most empathetic company. And so I got to witness that empathy, that deep empathy, the ca caring and passion around some of these monstrous events that have happened over the last two years uh, in the United States predominantly. Uh, but we're not, you know, we're not absolved from it up here in Canada. And, uh, and it taught me so much about how a company should operate in this world. And, um, and that's what I've taken out into, into Trexity. Um, but but the, the big thing for me is that location and acceptance of location data and use of location data and the stuff that you've been talking about now for 500 episodes uh, is now dial tone. It's now the stuff that is the basis of business. And I, I, I can't even believe it that 10 years ago we were talking about it like it was a new industry and now it's what is i think that the the pandemic has brought it all forward so quickly that it's now part of business it doesn't go anywhere and now it's the opportunity of what's next finally we've gotten over that hurdle of acceptance and now it's about what is going to happen in the next 500 episodes or the next two years because i think that this is such an accelerant as bad as it has been for many many millions of people uh from a business standpoint this year has been an accelerant uh, and uh, I can't imagine what's going to happen once we all get, you know, two pinpricks in our, in our arm and we're allowed to go back and, and hug people. I just, I can't wait for that day because innovation will thrive uh, as a result of it. Cause we, we just like, we got rid of that whole process of a 10 year rollout in, in, in within a year. So I'm pumped. Yeah. And I completely agree with you. I mean, the, and I think that's a great word that you, that you use accelerant. Um, we've certainly seen it in so many aspects of the technology and, and the way companies have been deploying it uh, in the last little while, you know, and, and I think for me, um, you know, we talk a lot in this industry, even from the early, early days in this industry, there's always been a discussion and, and in some respects, a restraint put on it, you know, around this, this privacy discussion. Uh, and without going too deep into that discussion, the one thing that I'm starting to see is that th there's kind of, you know, uh, two things happening right now that, that are sort of opposed to each other, right? You have companies trying to put on a face of protecting the consumer, Apple, you know, with the IDFA and the Google ad ID and all this other stuff going on um, and companies trying to find their way around it. Governments, you know, creating new privacy laws, GDPR a few years ago, the California Privacy Act, the Canadian government working on stuff, everybody working on that. And yet at the same time, the pandemic has almost brought that conversation back to, you know, maybe the pendulum had swung way to protect the consumer. And it's coming back now to the middle because governments are realizing, wait a second, we can't help the people without this data. Um, you contact tracing in this like that was the biggest challenge without yeah. this data and, and and so there's gonna have to be this happy balance and there's gonna have to be this way to understand 
when can we use this data, when can we not use this data, how do we do that appropriately, and so on. And to me, that's, that's a big shift uh, in sort of just the dialogue and, and the intentions and the motive around you know, how people are going about using this data. So I'm really excited for that discussion going forward. And then to draw on something Aubriana said, I think the other big shift in our industry, and you know, starting with your example, Aubriana, of the Samaritan um, you know, use case, I think there's a huge opportunity right now uh, coming out of the pandemic, companies, businesses hurting, the economy suffering, you know, people trying to figure out how we're going to move forward, how we're going to build uh, momentum again. And I think there's a big opportunity to kind of use what we know, use these technologies that we have to create these partnerships, you know, for social good and, and causes, you know, to kind of, you know, bring these things together uh, to really get things moving again. Um, so I'm excited about that, um, and um, you know I, I think I think we're we're just you know it, it seems weird to say it, but I, we're just starting. Like you know, 500 episodes in, and I feel like we're we're there's still so much room to grow. That's it. All right. Well, um, for our listeners and uh, and um, viewers, uh, you've been listening to episode number 500 of Location Weekly. Um, and uh, you know we couldn't have done it without uh, without Rob and Abriana. Uh, I also want to just thank uh, all of the guests who sent in videos that you've seen throughout the show or heard throughout the show. Uh, any last words, Rob, Abriana? No, I would say I would echo my uh, gratitude for sure for just having this opportunity and. Um, how it's just been so great to engage with so many different people and meet people all over the world. Um, and, you know, just the memories I have with you guys, I was thinking of uh, two things that I just wanted to highlight really quickly. I remember when we were at South by Southwest doing an LBMA event and I was extremely pregnant and, <laughs> and, and Rob never would miss a birthday of his kids. And so he was flying out early and he walked me to the food trucks. <laughs> while the taco trucks are. I was like, this girl needs food. And that was just like a, such a bonding moment of our friendship. And that was awesome. And, and Asif, like we've just known each other for so long and, uh, you know, we've been through lots of different changes in the industry and the events that we've attended. And, um, you know, you always love to bless the dance floor with your great dance moves. And that is like just a highlight of my life. So <laughs> beyond, beyond no, nothing, nothing like Kyle working break dancing, though. Um, that is true. Yeah, we yeah, miss that. Yeah, yeah they're, all, they're so great. And just, you know, create such a warm feeling of, hot sauce of gratitude. Thankfulness. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You know what's cool is uh, is is one comma. Like that's the next milestone here is uh, to get a comma into your uh, into the number of episodes. So you've gone from five hundred. Three digits is simple, man. You've proven that you can do that. I want to see four digits in this podcast. I want to be here when I'm sixty doing the one thousandth episode reunion. Okay, we're, we're gonna do one it. comma. We're gonna do it. Well, so that's it. That's a wrap, folks. Uh, thank you, everybody. I also want to thank my family, my, my wife and my kids uh, for all their support uh, over the years, uh, giving me the time to do this. Um, and I have two quick announcements. Uh, so I mentioned Street Fight, who carries this uh, uh, every week on, on their uh, uh, outlet. Uh, obviously, Karsten and company carry it in Europe. And we have an announcement, uh, which is starting next week, this podcast will be carried in India as well. 
Um, we have a new uh, podcast distribution uh, channel that uh, we're going to be working with there. Uh, so yeah, look forward to that uh, starting next week with episode 501. Um, and lastly, um, on a personal note, I wanted to share something that I haven't shared yet. And that is uh, I've been asked to participate in something called The Social Movement, uh, which is a TV show uh, that will be airing, um, episode, uh, season one airs this year. I'm going to be uh, involved in season two. Uh, but it, it, it's a very interesting project led by a guy named Chris Lavoie, uh, who's a Canadian. Uh, and basically, it, it, think of it like uh, reality TV solving the world's issues. Uh, so essentially, they put together groups of 10 entrepreneurs uh, to get together. Uh, and you've got four days for your group to come up with an idea, an idea for a company to address, uh, you know, uh, some of the uh, United Nations uh, key issues, whether that's, um, you know, climate crisis, the pandemic, uh, homelessness, poverty, what have you. So I'm really excited. I, I'm, I get to be part of that. That's very cool. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. So it should be fun. Um, so that's it. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, hopefully see you again soon. Uh, Abriana, I'll see you next week. Um, and uh, we'll be back with 501. Hi, Asif and Adriana. Here is Mike from App for Sales. And I see Stockholm sending you many congratulations on number 500 of your beautiful and marvelous podcast. And I can only advise you one thing. Keep it up like a handstand. And what a good handstand requires can no one else than Michael at Takai, the best private sports school in Stockholm, explain to you? Just keep it up. Okay, guys, just keep it up. Just keep it up. Just keep it up. Just keep it up. And keep it up.